Hey guys, welcome to the Denver Stain Podcast, and in today's episode, I want to talk about supplements. Now, supplements are huge in the fitness, bodybuilding, fat loss, muscle building industry, and it's typically the go-to thing for so many people who don't really realize what a supplement actually is, what the purpose is, and what other factors have to be considered before a supplement is deemed necessary or beneficial for any particular individual. So first of all, it's important to know that supplements simply supplement your current diet. So if you look at any supplement, uh, dietary supplement, and you read the back label, it'll say this does not replace a healthy diet, you should have a well-balanced diet or something to the likes of that. Stating clearly that a supplement is not the priority in the grand scheme of things, but it is simply there to add to an already healthy, well-put-together diet. So when we start to incorporate supplements, essentially what we're looking to do is fill the gaps with your diet where you're lacking certain vitamins or minerals or other ingredients that either you, you get from food or your body naturally produces, and you're looking to amplify the amounts that you're having for a specific outcome that you desire. So supplements are great, don't get me wrong. They are beneficial and some are effective, but they are never the foundation. They are never the first thing we think about when we think, hey, I want to get in shape. Hey, I want to build some muscle. Hey, my wedding is in six months and I need to look amazing. Or I have you know, a bikini competition or whatever the case might be. You might have a sporting event. Supplements should never be the first thing we think about. And unfortunately, oftentimes, it still is. When really your nutrition plan, your training, your recovery, all of those things are the bigger picture. They're the bigger rocks and supplements are just pebbles in comparison. But what I think happens here is that people see supplements as an easy option. It's something they can just go to the store and buy and have straight away. Whereas a nutrition plan is something you have to actually understand. You have to go buy the ingredients, you have to cook the food, you have to measure the food, you gotta follow the plan. Same with the training program, you have to learn the exercises, you have to consistently do them, you have to get better at them over time, you gotta get your sleep in, gotta manage your stress, etc. All of that takes a lot of time and people are looking for shortcuts. And oftentimes supplements are confused as a shortcut when really they aren't doing much of anything without their foundation in place. So if I haven't made it clear enough already, I would definitely not recommend anyone seek supplementation unless they have their nutrition sorted, their training sorted, and then they start to see gaps in their nutrition where they're not getting enough vitamin C or vitamin D, or you know they need to supplement with fish oil because they're not getting in enough fatty fish throughout the week. This is where we start to incorporate supplements to benefit us, and it actually makes sense. Now, switching gears, one thing that really annoys me is supplements that come out for whatever purpose, let's just say fat loss, and you look at the label and there's about 15 or 20 ingredients listed, and all of them are actually underdosed and effectively ineffective. So when it comes to supplements, there is a certain amount that we need to actually see the benefits that we're seeking. And there's way less benefit in throwing together 15 ingredients in one little scoop compared to actually having 
the appropriate dose of each ingredient, which will give you the results that you're looking for. And we see this a lot with the fat burner supplements, the pre-workout supplements, things like that, where marketing will make you believe that this is the best product because it contains, you know, all of these key ingredients. But then you look at the dose and it is just horrible. And, you know, I'm not going to name companies who do this, but next time you go to a supplement store and you have a look at the ingredients, you want to make sure that the doses listed are actually going to be effective towards your goal. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice on how to figure that out. So you don't waste your money on things which do not actually work. And believe me, I have wasted a ton of money over multiple years back in the day when I didn't really know much. And I also thought that supplements were key. And it's safe to say that I've tried almost every supplement out there earlier in my years of lifting when I thought they were the most important thing when I would pay $130 for some creatine and I would spend extra money on the whey protein isolate that had the fancy label and colors and was in all the magazines with all the pro bodybuilders claiming that these supplements were the secret to success and the key to make the gains that I wanted to make. So I've been there myself as well and I can understand the mentality that people have when they think supplements are the main thing and the main focus. However, I'm here to tell you, it ain't. But what we should discuss now is which supplements actually work. And to break this down, I wanna put them into categories. So I guess there's performance, there's weight loss, there's muscle building, there's general health, there's even stress management. And you could put supplements in different categories and figure out what you actually need and what the purpose and benefit will be. Now, when it comes to performance enhancing supplements, not drugs, but supplements, the two key uh, players in this game would be caffeine and creatine. So caffeine and creatine are both shown to improve your performance, whether you're in the gym or you're playing sport or any type of physical activity, caffeine can improve your energy levels and also at the same time reduce your perceived level of effort, meaning that when you go ahead and sprint you know, on the field, you don't feel like you're putting in 100% or you don't feel exhausted by doing that. So your perception of your level of effort is actually reduced from caffeine, essentially allowing you to do more. And then creatine, which our body naturally produces, however, we all have different amounts that we store, will help your body to produce more energy or your muscles to produce more energy. Also, uh, keep your cell more hydrated essentially improving your strength and improving your recovery and also improving your speed. Now, if we go into dosage and timing for creatine, simply having three to five grams every single day would top up your levels and get you whatever benefits you could possibly get. For some people, they naturally have higher amounts of creatine already being produced and stored. So supplementing with creatine might not be as effective for some individuals. When it comes to caffeine, studies show that three to six milligrams of caffeine per kilo of body weight is an effective dose for the performance outcomes that we're looking for. There is no timing consideration when it comes to the uh, creatine. You just take it any time of the day, every day. Obviously, with caffeine, you want to have that before you have a training session or before you go ahead and do your exercise. And ideally, don't have it in the evenings because it could keep you up 
and that could affect your sleep. Now, there are other supplements which could maybe benefit your training performance, but none that really stand out to me where I'm like, okay, you should definitely take this consistently. It's 100% worth doing. So now we're going to move into the weight loss category. And when it comes to weight loss, caffeine makes an appearance again because caffeine is a stimulant and will actually increase your heart rate, get you moving more and get you burning more calories throughout the day, uh, you know, towards getting in a caloric deficit. Now, just to be clear, just because you take a weight loss supplement does not guarantee that you will lose weight. It comes down to your nutrition and you have to be in a calorie deficit. Eating fewer calories than your body is accustomed to in order to see that weight loss. Caffeine and other supplements towards weight loss typically just encourage you to move more, be more active, and potentially also blunt hunger to a degree as well. So when it comes to weight loss, the supplements that work the best are going to be caffeine. And I guess weight loss and pre-workout, so energy, they come together because really the ingredients are the same. And it's going to be caffeine and it's going to be any other stimulant like caffeine. So there's one called teocrine or theocrine, which is also a very good supplement in my opinion. It's like caffeine. It gives you the same boosts of energy, etc., but it doesn't have a crash. So I would highlight teocrine as a great uh, stimulant for energy slash weight loss, maybe. Keeping in mind, it's the calorie deficit that really drives weight loss. Now, talking about all these supplements, I'm not going to give you guys the exact dose and timing for everything. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice towards the end of this podcast, as I've mentioned previously. But I just want to name the supplements which I feel are beneficial. So then you can kind of focus on these and not waste your money on others. So going into muscle building as a category, I would say whey protein, definitely for sure. So a protein source, which is convenient, high quality, digests easy, whey protein isolate or a blend, both great options. And then creatine makes an appearance here as well because it is muscle building. So that would also come into play for sure. And I should probably note here that one of the most anabolic ways to build muscle is not creatine, but actually consuming enough calories to grow. So when we think weight loss, we think fewer calories for fat loss or weight loss. When we think muscle building, we think eat to grow, eat in a caloric surplus, eat more food than your body's accustomed to, to get the results that you want. Now, if we move into your more general health supplements, the supplements that I typically recommend would include a multivitamin, fish oil, vitamin D3, vitamin C as optional, a B vitamin complex as optional, and also magnesium as optional. And some people discover that they're actually deficient in certain nutrients, so they'll supplement with iron or they'll supplement with zinc, for example. And that's something you kind of learn over time based on symptoms or the results of a blood test. Now, moving into the last category of supplements, which I wanted to include in this, which are based around stress management. I personally use these supplements myself and see great results in regards to not feeling overwhelmed, not being anxious, being able to get through a long day or a lot of work and not really have highs and lows. So the supplements in this area that I would recommend include L-theanine, rhodiola rosea, and ashwagandha. And in addition to these, fish oil has been shown to be beneficial as well, and your B vitamins too, which you already covered in your general health supplements. 
And that pretty much covers all aspects of supplementation across the board from performance to weight loss to muscle building to general health to stress management. Now there are definitely a ton more supplements out there and on an individual basis could serve a purpose. But at the same time, there are just as many supplements out there which will do absolutely nothing for you. And more specifically, those supplements which are in a massive blend that I mentioned when you've got a ton of ingredients in one single serve, they're not really doing what they're supposed to do. So how do we know which supplements are going to work for us, the correct dosage for us, what to expect, if there's any synergy with supplements where they work better together, or if there's any issues where supplements can't be taken at the same time? Well, the best resource when it comes to supplements is a website called Examine www.examine.com. Examine is a amazing resource when it comes to supplements. You can pretty much type in any supplement out there. It'll tell you exactly what it does, how much you should take, when you should take it, the level of research around that supplement, and it'll give you an idea on what might work for you, what definitely is a waste of money, and what is effectively proven to work at a specific dose. So I definitely recommend that you check out that website and have a look at your supplement pantry or closet. And we all know that most people have way too many supplements and have a specific shelf for it even. Have a look at what you've got, look at the ingredients, look at the dosage of each ingredient and figure out whether or not you are investing in your health and your specific goals or you're actually just throwing money away. And that pretty much wraps up today's podcast on supplements. I hope you got something out of it. And to be honest, I got fooled by supplements for so many years. And a lot of the time there was just a placebo effect where I took the supplement and I felt something because it was actually the fact that I believed it was going to work. And the placebo effect is real. Like sometimes I'll have a coffee and I feel the effects of that. And then other days I'll make the coffee, forget to even drink it. But I think that I did have it and I still feel the effects of that, which sounds ridiculous, but you know, it happens. And I used to buy pre-workout supplements years ago and think to myself, I've got this supplement. I'm now going to lift this amount of weight, specific amount of weight. And when that training session would come along, I would do it. And it was all the power of the mind. But supplements will always be around and there'll always be a market for it. And people will always be fooled into buying them. And that's what we're here for, to be more informed and to realize what works and what doesn't, and what to look for when it comes to supplements. Now, what I did recently, last year, is I actually created my own supplement line, and right now I just have whey protein isolate and creatine monohydrate, the two supplements that are proven to work every single time. And I created these because I was sick of my clients spending more money on overpriced supplements, and also spending money on supplements which simply do not work. So if you want to check out my supplement line, you can check it out at www.physiqueformation.com.au. I will leave it in the description. And if you're in Australia, I'd be more than happy for you to try them out. What I've done is created a whey protein isolate with no thickeners, no fillers, but I added digestive enzymes to better utilize and absorb the protein, specifically for those who are lactose intolerant. And then when it comes to the creatine, it is straight from Germany, the best type of creatine you can get on the market. So I only use the highest quality resources or ingredients available, whey protein isolate from New Zealand, creatine from Germany, and honestly, there's no other supplement that comes to mind that I would like to add to 
the options because caffeine is so readily available, it's unnecessary to create a pre-workout or a fat burner or any other gimmick. And don't even get me started on branch chain amino acids. But what I will say is that my whey protein isolate is naturally high in branch chain amino acids. And that is proof enough that you do not need to supplement them. So that's the podcast for today. Hope you guys found it informative and I will speak to you guys soon.